Welcome to the Splash of Sass Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And on the August 11th episode of JLL, we had Nicole Ryan and Shane Douglas. So Nicole told Jeff that he's very self-involved. Yeah, Nicole, tell us something we don't know. Uh, She was saying it, though, like it's some startling revelation, but it really was classic how Jeff was like, no, I'm not. I'm really not. Wait, um, what show are you on again? What's the name of that little old thing? That little old hit show, The Morning Mashup? I don't know. It seems like now that Jeff has his own channel, he can't be bothered remembering just the regular old hosts. What what the fuck are they up to? Who gives a shit? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it did have a little like um, old school Roni vibe. Kelly Ben Simone and Bethany Frankel in that dimly lit bustling restaurant when Kelly Ben Simone was like, I'm up here and you're down there. And that's Jeff. Jeff is Kelly. So now he's smelly from HR. Jeff's smelly from HR. Okay. Um, and I'm kidding. I'm I'm sure Jeff listens to the morning mashup every morning. Okay. So we run through some of the positives of Jeff and Shane's very codependent relationship. Look, I don't really think there's anything wrong with it. Well, okay. I get that balance is the best solution, but if you can't manage balance, which I'm not one to talk. So yeah, like if you're either going to be codependent with somebody or lonely and dependent on no one, no, no, pick somebody that we're humans again. We're not robots yet, yet. So hold on to the human qualities that we can for now. They're already trying to replace our fucking pets. They're already trying to replace our pets with robots. I just saw this whole thing about it and I don't understand that. What do you mean? Their pets aren't replaceable. Like, why? Do, I don't want to snuggle with plastic. I mean, I guess I do anyway, because we're just like all 98% microplastics at this point. But I don't want macroplastics that I'm snuggling. I don't want it in my fit. Yeah. So I'm still not sold on the fake pets, but it. The welcome to the future. That's what I'm saying. I've said this multiple times about generations. You're never ready for what's coming next because it's scary as fuck. But you know what? At least they haven't like reincarnated dinosaurs, okay? Because I can deal with a lot. But if a T Rex starts like stomping down the street, I'm it would game over. Game over. How did I even get here? Why am I now picturing dinosaurs storming the earth? Okay, so. Um, yeah, back to the codependent relationship. (laughs) Now, some of the positives, positives, uh, Shane gets to fly first class. I mean, he does have to hang out with Jeff and sit right next to him. And if he wants anything, he has to be at his beck and call. But, uh, first class, I mean, free champagne, free champs, we'll take it. But then... Um, I think that was it for the positives and for the negatives. Yeah, Shane has to pack Jeff's underwear. I'm no, 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 no. You must have misspoken. You must have because 
okay, I get it when it's clean, right? But Jeff mentioned how proud he was that today he packed for himself to go back to California. So that means that normally Shane does the packing to go home for Jeff. And that means unless Jeff magically did all his laundry in the hotel, which that's not a thing. Yeah, so um, Shane usually packs his dirty underwear, except for today. So... I guess that is a positive. We can add that back to the positives. But the fact that, no, 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 we're moving it back to the negatives because the fact that you even touched the underwear in the first place, unacceptable, unacceptable. Well, I guess whatever. I guess it is your dad. So, ew, ew, I don't play with my dad's and I don't touch, no. So you do what you want, Shane. You guys, you little freaks. Oh, we're not supposed to kink Shane though. So, okay, another negative is that Shane can only sleep when Jeff sleeps. If I were Shane, I would just have a pocket of pills. I would <laughs> a pocket of sleeping pills and pop that shit into Jeff's breakfast sandwich. Actually, Shane, you clearly order better than Jeff does. So yeah, just put sleeping pills into whatever food you get. And then Jeff will want to switch anyways. And then he'll be out like a light. And if they try to investigate or anything, you can be like, oh my God, I wanted the sleeping pills. I just, that was my food and my boss wanted it. And I totally forgot. I forgot. And I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make him overdose. And now I'm the owner of Chateau Lewis. That's just funny how it all worked out, isn't it? Isn't it funny how things work out? Okay, so uh, the last negative, well, we can keep on going, but we won't. I'll end with this. The last negative about their codependent relationship is that Shane has to curl up like a dog, like a dog, a dirty dog, no, a cute little puppy, a little puppy at the end of the bed to keep his owner company, his owner company. So Jeff just lays in bed on his iPad and... As Shane's curled up by the footstool and Jeff just throws Shane some treats to the end of the bed, like some pretzels or something. He's like, good stay, stay, good boy, good boy. Okay, speaking of training cute puppy dogs, um, someone said that Jeff is setting Toby up to get rid of him. Like, Jeff is, like, just trying to get rid of Toby, basically, and Jeff was wicked verklempt about this. Like, who the fuck would say that, that I'm purposely trying to get rid of my dog? Like, I love that fucking dog. Don't say that. Uh, we are definitely innocent. We never said that over here at Splash of Sass. But what I will say is that I don't think that Jeff wants to get rid of Toby at all. I totally believe that Jeff very much loves Toby and wants him back in his household at Chateau Lewis. However, I do think that Toby wants to get rid of Jeff. I don't think Toby wants to come back to Chateau Lewis. I think he really is in love with the tree. I think, you know, we've heard this time and time again on the housewives, just in life, people always fall in love with the trainer. And it always happens when the one that they're supposed to love is out of town. And you know what, Jeff, you went out of town. You chose not to take Toby. Dr. Donna told us that there's consequences to our actions. So by you ditching Toby, leaving him behind and taking your other lover, Shane, now Toby feels neglected and he's fallen in love with the trainer. So boom, there you go. It's a Hollywood fairy tale in the making. And I just think it's a beautiful love story that you should let play out. And maybe, maybe even Meghan Markle and Harry, Prince Harry with no last name, 
they will buy the rights to the story. They will buy the rights to Toby and the dog trainer's love story. And the hits can keep on coming for the Sussex production company. <laughs> so many problems being solved on this Friday episode of Splash Assess, motherfuckers. Okay, so uh, then we find out that Frank, Frank, his real name is Brandon? Brandon? I don't know why today of all days we get to find out the truth. The truth has been revealed. And now we said it. Um, okay, so now their couple name has gone from Frankison, which was fucking iconic, to what? Jamadin? J- Jamadin? Or Branison? Bran- I No, no. I kind of honestly forgot that it wasn't really Frank. <laughs> and I want to go back to it. I really liked Frankison better. So please, can we just keep it at Frank? Keep it at Frank. Now, speaking of keeping things, actually, the hotel in New York that Jeff is staying at really wants him to keep his towels for the entire duration of his stay. And he's really not trying to keep them for longer than five minutes. Like, no, really, the hotel that they're staying at, it is actually a little aggressive. Like, they put you on a guilt trip if you make them actually do laundry. As in, the bathrooms of these hotels have signs being like, people enjoy using dirty towels. Sometimes it's okay to be like others and follow them. Hang your towels here to join the movement. Ew. Ew. No, that wording alone makes would make me rebel. I mean, anything would make me rebel, but especially telling me that, first of all, I have to be a follower and then to join a movement? No, now we're in a cult. We're in a dirty towel cult, and I feel, like, dirty about it. I need a shower, and now I only have dirty fucking towels. No, none of that's okay. So, but it did lead to Nicole, Nicole Ryan, saying that she tracks down the housekeepers right away and makes sure to get fresh towels but jeff was like were you just about to say maid were you gonna say maid and nicole (laughs) nicole's like i mean is that that's not a thing anymore right you can't say that okay servant would that have been better servant nicole what (laughs) how would servant be better that do you want to be a servant i don't want to be a servant what the fuck no that would be like a punishment when we were kids like siblings it'd be like if you lose this game, you have to be the servant for the next hour. What you know, like, but yeah, that's not a thing anymore. But what it did make me think is I'm surprised that there isn't a woke app, like a woke app where you can type in a word that you're scared. It might be outdated or non-kosher anymore. And it lets you know if society still accepts it or if not, then other synonyms to replace it with instead. And I'm sure that this app exists, but it really, it should be more advertised, more advertised. Talk to Jeff Lewis. He's great at advertising things. And Jeff was advertising how attractive the New York Sirius XM office is by saying that there's so many hotties just strolling around left and right. And Nicole, (laughs) Nicole was like, who, who, who the fuck have you seen that's hot around here? And I, the pure disbelief in her voice like no who who would you have seen there's nobody around here that qualifies as a hottie 
I was like, Nicole, you are really roasting your colleagues when they're all 20 feet away from you right now. Like, what? Oh, my. Somebody's not getting invited to the office Christmas party next year. Okay. That's all I'm saying. But then Nicole encouraged Jeff to ask more about others and inquire about Jameson's life or something. I don't know. I kind of tuned out. And then Nicole immediately after roasting her coworkers turns around and roast Jameson the next second. And she was <laughs> cause Jeff Jameson answered Jeff's question. And then Nicole instantly was like, wow, Jameson, like maybe he would care a little more if you were a better storyteller. I, I could totally see why he checks out with you. Like, speed it up kid you're getting a little bit listy over there a little bit listy oh my god nicole and then she was like jeff oh you're making me mean tell me about it nicole it really brings out the sassy side of you doesn't it (laughs) but that's why we love it because we already have that side within us and jeff gives us the okay because we'll never be as bad as the shit that he says And we'll get into that shit in a little bit. But first, we have to talk about Nicole's mouse. Oh, my God. In her Barbie car. That iconic moment. I am so mad that the producers of JLL did not have that sound bite ready to go this episode. Because last time Nicole Ryan was on air, she did this iconic retelling of the story when a mouse was in her toy toy room, her toy store. She has a personal toy store in her house. I wouldn't be surprised. And so... She was trapped in the room with it, and there's a mouse in the Barbie Corvette. Oh, my. I remember that sound clip. How did they not play that? There's a mouse in the Barbie Corvette. It's so comparable to Kristen Wiig. There's a lady turning butter on the wing. It's so great. Okay, so anyways, it gets them talking about mouse traps, and Nicole is like, yeah, snap their fucking neck. Woo! (laughs) <laughs> it reminded me of um how Jeff was saying he would snap a bat <laughs> because who had bats? Was it Caroline? No, uh, Margaret Josephs. Margaret Josephs had bats and her husband, uh, Joe, captured it in a towel. And Jeff was like, did he just snap it right there? And Margaret was like, no, what? We saved it so that it could fly right up to our roof and climb back into our house and scare the shit out of us tomorrow. <laughs> Can Margaret call in with an update about that, please? Um, So anyways, Jeff Lewis mentions how the mice at his house get electrocuted. (laughs) But the handyman accidentally electrocuted himself first while installing (laughs) it. And he was, Jeff was mad at first because he was like, look, you get 10 electrocutions. Ew, I just said that's Electra. Ew, Alexa. Um, He gets 10 electrocutions and the handyman used up one of those. So now there's only nine lives. The rat has nine lives, just like the cat. Well, actually nine kills. So the opposite of a cat. But Jeff, that one use that the the one kill that the handyman used, that was worth it. That are you joking? For that story alone, you know that we're giggling about <laughs> picturing your handyman. <laughs> oh my god, R.I.P. I hope he's okay. He's alive. I think he's okay. Um, but Jeff was saying that he does think that some people at Sirius XM, especially one in the New York office, has definitely been electrocuted because they're just a little off. They're just, something's just a little tweaked about him. Um, and Nicole 
finally didn't talk shit. Good job, Nicole. Yay. Um, she, because Jeff wrote the name down and Nicole was like, nope, nope, don't know them. Never heard of them. Never said it. No. But it sounds like, let's just say they would probably play weird Barbie in the new movie. And Honestly, I would be weird Barbie too. Of course I would. Um, I've definitely been electrocuted as well. <laughs> I can just picture Jeff being like, of oh, fucking course she has. Of course she's been electrocuted. <laughs> now it makes sense. No, really though, I was like 15 and they were redoing our bathroom. And so there was no outlet over the light switch. And I was taking a bath. And so I felt the water and... <laughs> And then I went to turn, I don't know, turn the light off or maybe, maybe I was having a moment and was going to turn it off with some candles. No, it was 15. What would, all right, this is getting weird. So anyways, yeah, my hand was wet. I've been electrocuted before. What can I say? Of course it's getting weird. (laughs) But yeah, so one flick of the light switch with my wet paws. uh, Yeah, it was just instantly like, and... (laughs) I like physically felt the current running through my body. So it really does explain a lot. I need to remember that more often. I saw, uh, sorry, I've been electrocuted. Okay. So moving on to Kyle Richards. Yikes. So she was upset from the watch what happens live game. <clears throat> Reasonably. So because Jeff said that she's a lesbian on Ozempic for the millionth time. And he was joking. We get it, Jeff. But like Kyle said, she's fucking tired of being the joke. Like she's tired and you just added fuel to the fire. So it doesn't matter if you're joking or not. Just don't fucking say anything. If you want to be her friend. So they ended up texting it out. They texted it out and squashed their beef. Jeff and Kyle are good. And that only took a couple days. Meanwhile, meanwhile, it fucking took Andy and Jeff months to squash their beef. Their non-existent beef. They did, Andy needed a storyline on JLL. <laughs> okay, so except after today's show, uh, yeah, Kyle and Jeff's beef, it's officially been unsquashed it is unsquashed jeff unsquashed it and it will definitely be a while before it is squashable again kyle is going to be mad for real for real because she specifically said i'm at my wits end i do not want to be the butt of the joke anymore like that's my issue And now Jeff just spent way more time than he ever usually does. Again, I know this because I keep track of this shit on the daily. The amount of time you take for callers, you took an exorbitant amount of time today, okay? And 90% of them lightly made fun of her. Just like the light lesbianism, it was light sarcasm left and right. For example, the caller said Kyle's a lipstick lesbian, that she prays for rain, and then she has to shave her hair off because it gets so tangled and messy and frizzy. And then they said that she shouldn't be sent caviar because the gift probably shouldn't be fish related. Come on, guys guys. Um, yeah. So Jeff, you just can't cry wolf this time. You cannot say that you were joking. It's all in good fun. No, Kyle specifically said she's at her wits end. That means that there was no wit left to give. She was at the end. There was no wit left to give. And Jeff, meanwhile, he just thinks that he's being witty. He's hilarious. How so funny. So funny. But 
Kyle's witless. She's witless. She said that. She's witless at the moment, witless in Seattle, and want zero part in all this wittiness. So, Jeff, honestly, I think the best present for you, because that was the whole thing. What present can I give her for reconciling? But now you have to give her a present for reconciling and now give her a present for unreconciling, for destroying everything. Um, and yeah, my suggestion is give her fucking space. Give her space. Give her, I'm not talking a ticket on Jeff Bezos' next ride up to space. I mean, just let the mouse go for a minute, okay? She doesn't want to talk to you. She gets, yeah, it's your show. You, It's all in good fun, haha. No, she specifically said, don't do this. You chose to. Again, like Dr. Donna said, there's consequences. So yes, if you want to use it as light banter, sure, you can. But the consequence of that is now Kyle Richards is going to take more than in a few days to squash this shit. Squash that shit. So guess what, Arby's? We have finally fucking solved the question that you've been hounding us with for years. Hounding us with, where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? It's on fucking JLL. That's where the beef is, okay? That's where all the fucking beef is. That's where it goes to be born, and that's where it goes to die, okay? And Jeff Lewis might have some more beef with Nicole now <laughs> At, at the very, he made it to the very end of the show, and she was in this awful car accident. And they ended the show the last forty-five seconds. It's always a mile from home that you get into a car accident, and it's always one minute till your show ends, where you accidentally cause a car crash with your fucking mouth or with your mouth or your sound bites because they played the car crash noise that's it's jarring even to me like I can't imagine if I was driving listening to JLL and then all of a sudden it's like wham, wham, crash bam wham bam thank you ma'am and yeah like it sounds it's like when they play um police sirens in songs I'm like can you not because every single time I'm that gullible where I'm like shit well, actually, it's probably not that I'm gullible. It's probably because I'm breaking the law. <laughs> it's probably because I know I'm speeding or I'm rolled through that stop. So what? I drive safe, all right? But calculated, all right? We can make some risks. And Jeff made a lot of risks today by choosing to open up the phone lines about Kyle Richards. So let's see how this plays out next week. And we will be back with a Monday recap. Have the best weekend ever. I love you guys so fucking much. Bye. Splash, splash, splash.